Episode 68, Politics and Truth. Alaska's going to get another 5,000 troops stationed there next year. I wonder who's threatening to invade Alaska. I don't know a lot about Alaska or the military. I mean, I did live in Alaska for 20 years, but that ended over 20 years ago. And I can't claim to be an expert on America's military needs. But 5,000 more troops in Alaska? Are the Russians poised to take over the Arctic? Maybe it's the Danes we are afraid of, or the Canadians. I mean, do our leaders really think we need more soldiers to defend Alaska? Or are we going to launch an Iraq-style invasion of the North Pole? I do understand that there may be oil there, and of course we're always interested in oil. But my guess is that there is a lot of money at stake here for someone. Oil companies, military contractors, probably one of those. I have to ask, am I crazy, or are political decision makers absolutely crazy? Does common sense count for anything today? This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Important political issues are like elephants stomping through our living room today. They are massive. They're numerous. And they're completely invisible and ignored. I don't intend to turn this podcast into a political forum all the time. But this time... I am. After all, we retired folks are political people also. We don't give up our political life just because we retired. One day after I heard about the military buildup in Alaska, I got a call from my sister. She went through a bout of cancer and then chemotherapy three years ago. Afterwards, she was diagnosed with diabetes. Then she retired last year at age 62. Within a few months, she was notified that her health insurance was canceled. Yes, she had paid into the company for 40 years. It was supposed to cover her from age 62 to 65 until Medicare kicked in. But, sorry! Oh, there was a reason. There was always a reason. The bank said something like, We've changed carriers. And the rules have changed. What is this all about? Fair? Honest? Not by a long shot. She had to return to work. Who makes those rules about health care and insurance carriers? Are there laws? Examples abound of the absurdity of our health insurance and health care system. The only reason given for the present system is that a few very large industries are making billions of dollars in profit. No one argues that it works well. We certainly don't have the best health care in the world. All sorts of statistics support the opposite, starting with the infant mortality rate, on through throwing almost 50 million people away with no health care at all throughout their life. Those of us with insurance are numbered among the fortunate, But 50 million people abandoned? Does this make any sense? When we step out of our national boundaries, we see country after country with universal health care of one kind or another. And it works. Yet we struggle along in this situation that is not only wrong, but it's cruel. 
political decisions determine the kind of health care a country has. It doesn't evolve in a vacuum. The very same day that I heard about the troop buildup in Alaska, I heard about the standards for automobile mileage, the CAFE standards, they're called. They were increased, slightly, and of course, set to start in the future. How insane is that? I also heard an interview with an automobile executive talking about a new model they are working on that uses a lithium battery. Then it has a gas motor to take over. Driving at its maximum potential, he said it could get 171 miles per gallon. 171 miles per gallon? Imagine. What is even more difficult to imagine is that some action isn't taken to move our primitive mileage rates way up from where they now reside. I not only don't see any common sense in this situation, but I don't see any sense at all. Only political policymakers can force the industry to change. Now, another thing that I am not is an economist, but it seems to me that we would need more taxes if we're going to spend more money. The inside of a genius, I suppose. The only other way to get the money is to borrow. And yes, of course, that is what we have been doing for some time. Now we spend and keep our taxes low so that we can enjoy life. The debt, it will be paid, it must be paid, by future generations. Or on a more personal level, our children and grandchildren. Where is the correctness in that? Who among us want to burden our grandchildren with debt? Then I hear political candidates pursuing office. None of them talk of things that really make sense. The talk is of some trifling issues, like their college degree, their appearance, their electability, their religious preference, etc. Yet I and my friends hear a constant drumming of elephant feet pounding in our ears. My retired friends talk about these type of things all the time. We are getting older and things aren't getting better. When we were younger, we assured ourselves that we would leave a better world to our children. But lies, omissions, denials, spinning of realities just seem to gain speed. Constitutional guarantees are violated with impunity. I think of waterboarding and the question of whether or not it is torture How easy to determine the truth. We can just waterboard anyone who advocates this practice and then let them make the decision. After all, the intent of waterboarding is to get to the truth. This is Retirement Talk. 